Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P, Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman! Today we begin a new and exciting adventure for the Man of Steel. One that at the moment centers around the strangely locked door of editor Perry White at the Daily Planet. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, any season is open season when it's a good breakfast you're gunning for. Meaning breakfast with Kellogg's Pep. But this week's the special time to train your sights on a blueberry bullseye. Because Blueberry Bullseye is this week's pep dish of the week. And it's the kind of tasty target you sure wouldn't want to miss. Now, look, here's a setup. You pour your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep into your bowl. Heap a mound of juicy, fresh blueberries, kerplunk in the center, and add cool milk and sugar. Then, fire away at your Blueberry Bullseye. And have you hit on a surefire combination for smooth eating. Mm-mm. When you dig down through the juicy berries to those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep, what a treat. Why, Pep always comes through with smacking good golden flavor. So catchy, so sunny tasting that, well, you feel like smiling back at every luscious spoonful. Keeps your spoon busy till your bowl is clean, empty. And that's the way it should be, sure, because you don't want to waste cereal, especially nowadays when the cereal grains are going out to fellows and girls all over the world. So get Hep to Pep, gang. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, see that it's not wasted. Pour it out carefully and finish off every bit you pour out. The right idea is eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Now the adventures of Superman. Secure in the feeling that all his troubles were over when Herbert Calkins, the Scotland Yard detective who came within an inch of revealing his true identity as Superman, returned to England satisfied that he was wrong, Clark Kent returned to the Daily Planet. There he was excitedly greeted with the startling news that something was happening to Perry White behind the locked door of the editor's office. As we continue now, the usual clatter of the city room is stilled as Kent walks hurriedly toward the worried group of Daily Planet employees gathered in front of White's office. Listen. What's going on? Maybe we ought to knock down the door. Excuse me, Johnny. Let me through, please. Lois, what's going on here? Clark, I don't know. Sounds like an outdown drag-on fight to me. Yes, I'm afraid the chief is in serious trouble. It's okay. Relax, all of you. Relax. Relax? Did you hear that, Clark? Don't worry. We'll have the door open in a minute. Chief! Kent, let me in. That won't get you anywhere, Kent. No, we've been trying that for the past ten minutes. Okay, then we'll do it another way. Look out. Now let me tell you what's going on. Hiya, Chief. Why, he broke right right in. Well, what, Kent, what's the meaning of this? Why, I... Are you all right, Chief? Oh, of course I'm all right. What's the idea of breaking in my door? Don't you know that a closed door means privacy? How dare you come... We were worried about you. Yeah, we thought you were in trouble. Well, I am. But that's no reason for this convention in front of my door. Now go on. Back to work, all of you. We've still got a paper to get out. Okay, okay. okay. Sorry, we bothered you. Oh, come in here. What? 
what you just said. I said to come in here. Something pretty serious is happening, and you may as well get in on it right now. Now, one second, Chief. Before we go into that, there's a little matter of this heavy door to your office. Well, what about it? Well, several of the boys tried to force it before, but it wouldn't budge. And then Mr. Kent comes along. So and... what? What's so important about that? What's important? Now, if you think that makes him a superman, you're... For sake, Lois, didn't we just have enough of that with our friend Herbert Hawkins? Well, I was just Oh, drop it, drop it. Forget it. Sure. Stop wasting time. The whole world is practically coming apart in this very office. Well, what do you and want? you stand there gabbing about a broken door. Now close it, Kent, if it will close, and sit down. Yes, all right, sure. Now, Chief, what do you mean by the world's come? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice this gentleman sitting here. You didn't think the Chief was talking to himself, did you? No, Mr. Smith here is a very unobtrusive man, except when he opens his mouth. Miss Lane, Mr. Kent, meet Mr. Homer S. Smith. How do you do? How the do you devil do? himself in a blue serge suit. Why, Chief? I'm delighted to meet you, Miss Lane, and you, Mr. Kent. And I'll thank you to be more careful of your language, Mr. White. I didn't ask you to come here. You asked yourself. Now I'm telling you to get out. Look here, you can't speak to me that way. Why? Oh, I can't, eh? Why, you... Wait a minute. Chief, Chief. Don't you dare lay your hands no. on me. No, I won't. I won't dirty my hands on you, 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 you snake. But unless you leave my office at once, I, I won't be responsible for what happens. Save your breath, Mr. White. I have no intention of leaving. No, no. Then I'll... Chief, control yourself. Let me go, Kent. Not until you pull yourself together. Let me go, I say. Now, wait a minute. I'm surprised at you, Chief. Why, I've never seen you act this way before. What's this all about, Mr. Smith? Nothing, really. It's simply that I came You'll here... You'll be quiet. To... I'll tell them. All right, all right. You can let me go now, Kent. I lost my head for a minute, but I'm all right now. You sure? Of course. Sorry I lost my temper, but nothing like this has ever happened to me before. Like what? That's what I'd like to know. Well, listen. This man, Smith, came in here a few minutes ago saying he'd been sent here by John Grayson, the publisher of the Daily Planet. I was sent here by Mr. Grayson. I don't believe... Now, wait a minute. I showed you his letter. Personally signed by him. I've known John W. Grayson for almost 25 years. He's not only my employer, but one of my closest friends. He wouldn't embarrass me by sending a, a flunky in here to give me orders. To give... What? Well, I don't understand. Exactly. And what orders? This fellow has the nerve, the, the unspeakable gall, to order me to withdraw the planet's support from the World Peace Federation. Why? And not only never... that, he tells me we've got to print an editorial every day on page one, no less, attacking the World Peace Federation. No. What kind of a joke is this? It's no joke, Mr. Kent. We're convinced the World Peace Federation is fundamentally wrong in principle. Listen to him. Wrong? How can anything be wrong when its primary purpose is to, to preserve peace by establishing mutual trust and understanding among all the nations of the world? Why, the Federation is our only hope for world well, peace. Of course it is. That's where we differ, my friends. Mr. Grayson and I, too, incidentally, believe it's impossible for nations of different languages and customs to understand oh, each other. It is not if we put our minds and hearts and to it. And that's what we've got to do, or sure as shooting there'll be another war. And when that comes, with its new type of atomic weapons, it'll be just too bad for all of us. Right, Chief. I don't and... agree. Now, wait just a moment, please. This is a free country, and everyone is entitled to his own opinion, but... Well, Mr. Smith says he's speaking for Mr. Grayson as well as for himself. I am. Baloney. John Grayson feels the same way about the World Peace Federation as I do. He told me so a hundred times. He even said so at our an annual banquet last month, Chief. And, and when he laid the cornerstone for the Unity House Gymnasium just a couple of weeks ago. That's right. He may have felt that way then. But he's changed his mind since. Rubbish. I don't intend to dispute the matter, Mr. White. You have Mr. Grayson's signed letter giving me full authority to determine editorial policy and all other policies on this newspaper. I know, but... May I see that letter, Chief? It's right here on my desk. Here. Here it is. Let me see it, will you, Clark? Yeah, sure. It's on Mr. Grayson's own stationery. says, this will introduce Mr. Homer S. Smith, who will hereafter act as my personal representative with uh -huh. full authority to determine all policy, editorial and otherwise, on the Daily Planet. Well, 
Good heavens. Nothing indefinite about that, is there? Is this Grayson's signature, Chief? Yes, but I can't believe he ever wrote it. It can very easily be verified. Have you called Mr. Grayson about this, Chief? No, I called his office and, and they told me he's not in. I don't understand it. That's strange. It's more than strange, Lois. It's serious. Chief, you and I are going to find Mr. Grayson, wherever he is, and have a little talk with him. Come on. You say you did appoint Homer Smith as your personal representative on the Daily Planet, Mr. Grayson? That's right, Kent. With full authority to determine all policy? Correct. Why, I can't believe it. You're kidding. I'm sorry. I had to put someone in over your head, Perry, but... Well, I haven't liked the way things have been going on the paper. You never told me that. I, uh... I, I, I know, but, uh, well, I, I didn't see any reason for talking it over. You're, well, you're rather set in your ways, you know. No, I am, eh? And so now Just you... Just a minute, Chief. You Wait. stay out of this, Kent. Our circulation is at an all-time high, isn't it, John? Why, uh, And we yes. got the international prize for outstanding and impartial reporting of the news for the fifth straight year, didn't we? Well, I, I, I guess we did. You guess we did. You know blame well we did. And you were so tickled about it, you wanted to give me another raise. Only I made you give it to my staff instead. And that was only three months ago. And now, now, you've got the nerve to tell me you don't like the way things are going. Well, I... Maybe Mr. Grayson means he doesn't like our editorial policy, Chief. Yes. That's right. That's right, King. Our editorial policy is the same as it's always been. There's been no change, and you approved it, John. Well, yes, I know I did, but... Well, now, maybe Mr. Smith is right. Maybe Mr. Grayson has changed his mind about our policy. As, for example, our strong support of the World Peace Federation. How about it, Mr. Grayson? Yes, I I have changed my mind about that. What? After you've gone on record a hundred times as being in favor of it as the only means of preserving peace? Well, I can change my mind, can't I? Not about this, you can. Now, wait a minute. You gave me the go-ahead on it, and you can't make me back down now. Oh, is that so? Well, you get this, Perry. I own the majority of stock on the planet and what I say goes. And I say that from here on in, you'll take orders from Homer Smith on all matters of policy. Now, is that clear? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, but I'm too busy to discuss this any longer. Good day, gentlemen. Come on, Chief. Oh, no, no. Now, you listen to me, John Grayson. Chief. We've been friends for a long time. And if you think you can push me around, you've got another thing coming. I said I don't care to discuss this anymore, Perry. I don't care what you said. Chief, Chief, come on, will you? I think I understand. Let's go of my arm, Kent. Let go. I'm going to tell this this turncoat a thing or two. Come on, I said I've got something to tell you. I don't want to hear you. I want Will to tell you. Will you come along? You're just wasting your breath. I understand this and you don't. You understand what? Come outside and I'll tell you. That's better. Goodbye, Mr. Grayson. Almost forcibly, Clark Kent leads Perry White from John W. Grayson's library. What is in Kent's mind? We'll return in a moment to find out. So stand by. You know, gang, nobody wants a gloom box at the breakfast table in the morning. So if you want to show up with a cheerful disposition and a sunny smile, get hep to that sunny breakfast cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Why, just one glimpse of those toasted whole wheat flakes, all golden and crisp, and you're bound to be in a good mood. You feel like eating the super sort of breakfast that gives your day a happy start. You see, Kellogg's Pep is called the sunshine cereal. It's chock full of sparkling sunshine flavor. A comeback for more flavor that your appetite can really latch on to. And every flake is crisp and, and tender and mouth-watering good. Believe me, your first taste of Kellogg's Pep tells you that you're going to get a kick out of every last spoonful in your dish. 
And that's the way it should be, sure, because it's not good to waste cereal. And nowadays, the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Always make sure to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Outside the great stone house of John W. Grayson, millionaire publisher of the Metropolis Daily Planet, editor Perry White is fuming with rage. Why did you drive me away, Kent? I wanted to give that hypocritical turncoat Grayson a piece of my mind. Well, it wouldn't do any good, Chief. He's too scared. Scared? Scared of what? I don't know. But in all my life, I've never seen a man as scared as Grayson. Didn't you notice his eyes and the way his hands and mouth kept twitching? No, but... Oh, you're crazy, Kent. You're crazy. John Grayson was never scared of anything. Well, he's scared now, Chief. Scared half out of his wits. And I'm positive the reason for his fear is tied up with what he did today. What do you mean? His change of heart on the World Peace Federation and his appointing Homer Smith to run the Daily Planet. There's something strange going on, Chief. Something strange and evil. And we've got to find out what it is. You're right, Clark. Something strange and evil is going on. A great secret menace which will try all your great powers which may prove too much for even you, Superman, unless you act quickly. What is the secret menace which Clark Kent says has frightened millionaire John Grayson half out of his wits? And what will happen at the Daily Planet? Tomorrow, the secret menace strikes. So don't fail to be with us. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, think of all the famous names you know, and you'll think of Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Then you'll think of Kellogg Shredded Wheat. Makes breakfast loads of fun. Crisp, tender biscuits of whole wheat, toasted just right, and packed with natural nut-sweet flavor. Just the right size, too, made to fit the bowl. As for nutrition, well, Mom knows that whole wheat is mighty good for you. And for economy, she likes the 15. 15 biscuits in every package. Try Kellogg Shredded Wheat. You'll like it. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>